What's up, guys? This is Titan Lifestyle. It's Friday, a little bit past 2 p.m., dealing with technical difficulties, as John said. I'm live. He's live, holding it down. Great topics, and Sarandi is the therapy of the week. Yeah. So tune in. Sit tight. Fasten the seatbelt. Let's get it going. Let's go. Let's definitely go. So um, obviously, man, we want to start out with a therapy of the week. I know it's Friday. Everybody's getting ready for the weekend, right, Big Drew? Everybody's uh, either going to go have a good time, sleep at home, club, whatever you guys do. But at that point, uh, you know, sleep should definitely be one of your priorities on the weekends, especially with, you know, you having to possibly get up early, you're taking your kids to school, uh, you're working early jobs, you're going home late after maybe you're training at night, and then you're just in this vicious cycle all week. So the weekends really, I mean, that's why if I do get time, Drew, I I try to take those weekends to really relax and try to get some rest. I don't get many weekends to do that or many days. So, um, you know, sleeping in maybe a little bit or maybe even getting a little bit early sleep on those nights is definitely a good thing. Um, But, you know, there's people out there that can't go to sleep either on the weekdays or the weekends, right? They have problems staying asleep too. I know it's a common question that I get all the time. Hey, listen, what do you guys got for sleep? What do you think, Drew? How's your sleep patterns? My sleep part is pretty good on the serenity. Um, again, like what John said, I mean, sleep affects everything. It affects your job. It affects your parenting. Yeah. It affects your workouts. Yeah. So it's not just about getting rest so you can recover and gain muscles. It's getting rest so you can perform better mentally, not just physically, but mentally as well. So sleep, I mean, when you lose sleep, you pretty much lose a lot of things. You lose nutrients. You lose the ability to focus. Your patience is gone. Your day your day's pretty much ruined. Yep. And a lot of times what people do is they try to catch up. So what happens is they'll lose sleep and then they'll try to catch up and they won't really be able to catch up for like another week. So it's very important to stay consistent yeah. with your sleeping patterns. Don't just break a night and stay up all night and be like, oh, I'll make up for tomorrow. Because it usually takes three or four days to make up for that one night of missed sleep. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, man, too, because you got to catch up with sleep, guys. Uh, me and Big Drew are talking about it. If you guys can't see him, don't worry. Uh, we're going to post this show with us both on the screens and hopefully we won't have this issue uh, again and we can be in the same area or room um, so you guys can see us both. But, you know, it's really, really important to catch up on the sleep. But like I said, a lot of people don't. And serenity is really a great therapy for sleep, guys. Um, you know, it's got some great natural components and amino acids in there that it will actually help you get hopefully a good night's rest and hopefully help you get to sleep because that's a big problem. Two different types of sleeper out there. One, they can't go to sleep. The wheels just keep turning. Man, I'm worried about this. Oh, I got this going on tomorrow, this, that, whatever. And then the next time is is the person goes to sleep but then starts waking up every hour. So they have no oh, yeah. real good rest, <laughs> yeah. right? Right, Drew? I mean, it's, it's a big thing, man. Yeah, it's very rare that um, myself included, a lot of times people go to sleep, and especially with the phone. We've talked it about over again and again. People wake up, check their phone periodically, just you know, check a text message, just look at the time. Yep. They end up spending in half hour to an hour, and then it takes an additional half hour, hour to get back to sleep. So they're losing like two hours of sleep. Yeah. Now, if you're doing that every single night, then it yes. becomes a problem. Yes. You know? yes. So I, would, I mean, the phone and the sleep and the serenity all go hand in hand. Absolutely. Again, one thing with serenity, too, is I found, because I found people uh, people asking about it a lot. For some reason, this, this week is like huge on the serenity, because yeah. sleep is... I mean, a lot of people need sleep. Not everyone wants to build muscle. Not everybody wants to look a certain way. But everyone needs sleep. Everyone, you know, has been in a situation where they can't get sleep. Now, one thing I've found with serenity yeah. is it's not going to, quote, unquote, knock you out. Right. Um, a lot of times people will take Benadryl or NyQuil just to get drowsy, but they don't need the additives in it. Right. The thing with those is you're going to take them. It's going to make you literally feel drowsy. Mm-hmm. It's not good to drive and that stuff. It's not good to 
operate machinery on that stuff. With Serenity, you're not going to have that problem. You're going to take it, you know, anywhere from 10, 30 minutes before you go to bed, and you're going to slowly, gradually fall asleep. It's not going to, quote, unquote, knock you right. out. So it's a lot safer alternative to drinking half a bottle of NyQuil every night, which I've done in the past, <laughs> no more, or taking Benadryl yeah. or taking Z-Quil or all these other right. stuff. Injectable therapy with GABA, tryptophan. If you guys don't know what Ooh. tryptophan is, it's what's inside the turkey that makes you so sleepy on Thanksgiving. Yeah. We put it into an injectable therapy. We can go right into your muscle and help you fall asleep. So it's not going to, quote unquote, make you feel drowsy, drunk, or knock you out. It's going to have you fall asleep and stay right. asleep, which is the most important thing. Yeah, it's so it said, uh, you know, at that point, you know, with the components that you want to take, the L-theanine, the magnesium, right, uh, and the taurine, these and the Titan Serenity can help you guys relax, right? So even social anxiety. Did you know social anxiety is on the rise? I mean, that that's a really big oh, yeah. thing because of 19 and all these different things. Having to stay away from people, six feet, worried about this person being sick. Like people have social anxiety when they go out now more than ever. And it was something before 19. So this is not something that just came on. But it's just, just increased even more, right? And it's, it's made it's, – you know, it's made people – you know, uh, get out of their sleep patterns, be more stressed out than ever. And this, you know, affects their sleep patterns along with that. So with the magnesium and the L-theanine and even taurine, we're talking about relaxing you and, and getting you to a relaxed position and then letting you fall asleep. Plus, we're talking about magnesium. Magnesium is great for distributing hormones and all different types of functions in the body. So when you talk about, you know, even L-theanine, L-theanine is great for relaxing you. It's an anti-anxiety uh, amino acid as far as that calming amino acid. And then taurine for brain function. And then the best thing about Titan Serenity is this, is that a lot of people have problems sleeping and they'll do anything they possibly can to get to sleep, right? Because, you know, if you don't get proper sleep, it's going to affect the whole next day. And it's just like an ongoing thing. And it just feels like the whole week has been one long day, right? Well, you know, the importance of this, you know, people are like, I'll do anything. So I'll take NyQuil, like you're saying, or ZQuil, whatever it is. But even if that don't work, then they'll go, they go to the doctor and say, listen, I can't sleep. And then they're talking about Ambien, um, all these different things, these controlled substances that are highly addictive. And, you know, then when the person does take it and they finally get night's rest, now after so long, let's say it's 30 days or so, then they really can't sleep without it. So, you know, then you're depending on this medication to really get you to sleep. And after that, some people build up a tolerance to that. There's Ambien, XR, whatever it is. I mean, there's, there's a, a plus, I mean, so without going down that road and then getting onto that addictive wheel or control substances possibly, it's better to, to see if maybe something like this will definitely work for you. And the injectable is going to be different than, than an oral version and 100% more or at least 70%, 80% more as, as far as absorbency factor than the oral. So, yeah, it's, it's a big thing. Yeah, and again, too, with the serenity in terms of um... – Staying asleep or how much sleep affects you. Yeah. I realize lately a lot of times a lot of people are getting sick easier. Yep. They're getting sick a lot yep. easier. One of the main reasons they're getting sick is because their immune system is is being weakened through enormous amounts of caffeine, not enough sleep through time and time. So now with everybody's immune system being so uh, sensitive, sleep is very imperative. Right. I know for me, if I don't get well rest, yep. if it lasts two or three, four days or two or three, four weekends in a row, yep. I end up getting a sniffly nose. I start getting, you know, a little bit of a cold because of the sleep. So it's not just about so you can feel better or so you can get bigger or so you can look perfect. It's about keeping you healthy, too, and not have, keeping your immune system strong enough. Eight hours of sleep every night for 10 days straight, your immune system is going to be on oh, point. Yeah. Your body is going to be on oh, point. Yeah. 
You're going to be functioning great. Certain days, people have, they're in a great mood. They don't know why. Chances are it's because they're well-rested. Right. They're like, oh, why am I in a great mood today? Why does work not seem so bad? Yeah. It's because they're well-rested. So being well-rested helps everything, guys. Like, it really does help everything. And don't just keep on taking caffeine thinking that you getting all jittery and amped is you're being awake. Right. There's a difference between being awake normally when you get well-rested yep. As opposed to having bags underneath your eyes in a bad mood because you have no rest and then pounding the energy it's drinks. True. That's not a good thing. It's true. You're just covering it's up and getting caught in that vicious cycle over and over. Literally. Yeah. You know, you're not sleeping, then you're covering up because yeah. you need energy and you need to function the next day. Because you got responsibilities, and that's the biggest thing, right? You gotta take care of what, exactly. what you need to. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a crazy, crazy thing. So if you guys are having problems sleeping, um, either it's falling asleep or staying asleep, you've tried everything else on the market then you guys might want to try Titan Serenity because this therapy is definitely going to help. This one or DSIP, you know, that's Delta Sleep Inducing Peptide. That's another one that works pretty well. Um, you can take both these together, but I would try one and then maybe try the other one if that doesn't work. And at that point, you know, if you really do need some sort of other heavy medication to get to sleep, you might want to look at other things too, like hormones and all these other things that will uh, mess with your sleep function as well. And if you work night jobs or shift work at night, this is throwing off your clock. You got to start getting into, you know, the good uh, habits of getting healthy sleep, right? You know, like Drew said, no phone after so so long, no TV, you know, nothing that's going to stimulate or you know increase stimuli in the body to keep you up because um, it will. You know, you might not think looking at your phone for like five minutes is going to keep you up longer. It definitely will, and your body won't be rested. It's it's getting, you know entertained to some extravagant uh, level in your mind and, and getting pop, pop, pop um, through the brain as far as the synapses. So at that point, guys, if you guys are looking for something, Titan Serenity might be the therapy for you for sleep. No blood work's needed for it. All you have to do is fill out the new patient paperwork. If you guys have any questions or concerns or want to get on this therapy, call or text us, 727-389-3220. All right. Yeah, and John, John hit it on the head. One last thing about sure. Serenity. He, he had mentioned that if someone starts an overnight job, yeah. a lot of times people start a job on a different schedule, so their sleeping patterns have to change. A lot of times what people do is if they're now working overnights, what they do during the day is they just take a pill from the store or get a prescription to help them sleep. Yeah. I'm telling you, go the Serenity or the DSIP route because if you're transitioning into working nights or days or vice versa, you don't want to just take something that's going to put you out because then you're going to be you're going to be a zombie when you do wake 100%. up. So if you're changing schedules, if you're starting a night job or starting a day job and your patterns change, serenity or decent is definitely something you want to incorporate. It's not going to quote unquote knock you out. It's yep. not going to be addictive. It's not going to keep you drowsy once you wake up after those eight hours. Big shout out Hulk Squad and Tusa. We got some people over here. Drew saying what's up? Uh, got Sasha. Sasha, Richard, got a lot of people on the live yeah. over here. Tammy, Matt. Yeah. Nice. Waving a lot of people on the live right now, so it's nice. good. Nice. All right, so let's get into some of these topics, Drew. Um, let's get into got some the, crazy ones today. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to start with, with one of yours off the bat? First up? Uh, yeah, we can, go with my, we can go with one of mine if you want. Um, sure. Uh, pretty crazy, but it happened again. A woman <laughs> cut off. Her boyfriend's penis. Oh, it's man. not a joke. It's not. It's not. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's real. It really yeah. happened in yeah. India. A woman caught her boyfriend 
um, trying to rape her daughter, oh. which is, I mean, to me, it's justifiable. I mean, yeah. if there, if there ever is that time. Yeah. But uh, he, she basically caught her uh, boyfriend trying to rape her daughter. He caught her. In, he caught him in the act. Oh so my god. So basically, what she did is she she attacked she attacked him. Yeah. And during the attack, I guess she grabbed the knife and cut off his penis. And she said she doesn't feel sorry. She said she'd do it again. And she said she, he got what he deserved. Oh, man. The article wasn't too, too long. It was yeah. just pretty much to the point. Yeah. But um, I've heard this happen before. Oh, yeah. And, um, I'm sure it's going to happen again. Yeah. Um, hey, it is what it is. If you're doing something like that, I, I don't care what happens to you at that point. So yeah. I can't even say I would handle it differently. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not good to, you know, hurt somebody intentionally yeah. and all that. But at the same time, it's human, and I can only imagine what it would what it, to walk in on something like that would be traumatizing. Absolutely, and you would just basically snap. But uh, I, I think he got what he deserved. Yeah, uh, he's never going to be able to do that ever again, obviously, because he can't physically. They, so might, reattach they might reattach it. They the, might reattach it. They might reattach it to not, John Bobbitt. He had a porn yeah, career afterwards. <laughs> yeah, they can reattach it, but it's not going to be the same. It won't be the same. You're right. <laughs> it's going to have a lot of scar tissue on it. It's not going to be the same. Woo! So. That hurts. Nerves Pretty much you got stuff. what you deserve. I love hearing stories like this. I love hearing stories about people trying to do something bad to someone, and someone just snaps them. I don't know why I love that. Yeah. I watch YouTube videos about bullies yeah. getting beat up. I love stuff like that. So it's just crazy. It really did happen. When I first thought, I thought it was a meme. I was like, is this real? And I clicked on it, checked a couple sources, and yeah, it did happen. So... It is what it is. Wow, man. I won't want to be in that position. Like Lorraine and Bobby. 2022 Lorraine and Bobby. Oh, man. I remember back crazy. in the day, Lorraine and Bobby did it. Cut it <laughs> off and threw it in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy thing is, after all these women and these articles I've seen where people are doing this, I have yet to see a woman say she feels bad. Yeah. They all agree on it, and they're all happy they did it. So, yeah. I mean, it's not a situation where people are regretting it, even after it does happen. That's so, crazy. it's a crazy topic. I figured you guys would find something crazy for you guys to be interested in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's true. If you want to Google, if you find any more uh, crazy stuff like this, whether it's vice versa or whatever, yeah. I love hearing stuff like this. Shoot me a DM. I'll talk about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, Hulk Squad said, you know, getting ready to start leg press next week. Uh, you know, PT, thanks to BBC, 157-3500. Maybe this guy could use, utilize yeah. that for healing quicker. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, BBC and TB500 and CJ, he probably need everything. IGF, oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's going to need everything to get back healthy and grow back. One thing real quick about Hulk Squad saying the BPC for the recovery. One thing I've realized since I upped my IGF is my recovery is insane. I've always had elbow pain, shoulder pain, all these pains. Uh, just real quick to touch on IGF. A lot of times people take it to lose fat, uh, to, to gain muscle, mm -hmm. but they don't really they don't really put it with you know the recovery, whether it's an injury or just a lag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I one thing on that the IGF. I've been wondering why my elbows and stuff is feeling better lately. And it's ever since I upped my IGF. So I'm on a little bit of higher doses now. <laughs> Medical provider um, went over everything, and they said I can go a little bit higher. So just real quick, IGF does help with recovery, too. That's awesome, dude. I'm glad it's helping for sure. Remember I was telling you about how good yeah. it was. Um, yeah, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it because <laughs> a lot of guys need to feel like they're on everything. I yeah. feel like I'm on nothing, yeah. but I look like I'm on everything, and I feel great. So that's exactly the look I'm going That's a beautiful thing. And the thing. way I want to feel, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so guys, make sure you guys are treating your ladies right and uh, don't do anything wrong to other ladies because they might yeah, right. cut your penis off. <laughs> you don't want that. And if they do cut it off, oh well. Yeah. You deserve it. You deserve it. If you're, if you're trying to rape women or doing bad things, at yes. that point, they're going to defend themselves. And uh, yeah. thank goodness for that girl. You know, hey, you know what? She's got to do what she's got to do. 
All right. Um, got somebody saying on, on my live saying, where am I from? I'm actually right now in Florida. I yeah. think, I'm not sure. Where are you from? Mahi, Mahi Bishma is asking where I'm from. I'm in Florida. Where are you? Oh, yeah. Where are you from? Let us know. All right. So while we're waiting on that, let's talk about the next topic. I think this one's a pretty big topic for everybody out there. It's a pretty general topic. I was just reading. I was like, man, this is it's kind of interesting, right? So have you ever been driving in your car or been in a car and seen some sort of insect? Some sort of insect, whether it was a spider or maybe a cockroach. I, I don't know. Something got in your car, um, especially when you're driving, right? You see a bug, you start messing around, you might get an accident possibly or you get unsafe driving, you know, because you're worried about this, this, this insect crawling on you or doing something wrong to you. Um, so I think this is a general aspect for everybody out there because I think everybody's been in that situation. I have. Um, I know Sharice has. And a number of other people I know have been in this situation. So how do you really prevent something like this to happen? So if you have a car and you're like, oh, man, like, you know, I've had this happen before. Like, what do I do to really get out of the situation or prevent insects, bugs, whatever it may be, to get in my car and cause me problems while I'm driving? So it's a good question. First thing is, is parking locations, right? You don't want to park in grass. You don't want to park under like low-hanging trees or bushes. These things constantly have insects and bugs around them, and they'll go right into your car or be closer to your car right at that point. So that's the first thing, right? The second thing is, is sealing your car up as best as possible. Not leaving windows down, not leaving your convertible top down. Uh, if you have damage to your car from maybe an accident or something like that, you don't want to have like gaps in there where they're going to crawl in there too as well. Um, on the inside, you want to make sure you clean your car as clean as possible. So not leaving like coffee cups, candy wrappers, um, you know, anything that might track, you know, with sugar, even they said coffee, they said even coffee beans, uh, you know, can, can attract because this do have some sweetness where they could attract ants in your car. Okay. So nobody wants that either. So that's the best thing. Keep your car clean. Um, clean the yeah, car. Another thing I'm wondering. Go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was wondering if there's something people could do, a spray off or something, because if everything, if your car is sealed up, if it's completely clean, I'm assuming that bugs and insects can enter through vents or, you know, under your hood, through your AC vents. So I'm wondering if there's any um, bug repellent spray or something yeah, yeah, to spray, spray. I don't know, but I'm just assuming yeah, if your right. car is completely clean, um, an alternate way to keep them out of there. Yeah, so, you know, that that's the thing, right? Like... I'm sorry, you cut out. It is annoying, though, getting bugs in the car. Not only that, it's not safe. If you're driving and a bug flies across you, goes in your mouth, your eye, you're trying to bat it out the way in traffic. Not, Dude, a good, not a good thing. It's the worst, right? So, uh, like, like, just I'll give you an example. This really pissed me off. I'm like sitting in my car, and I'm sitting in a Lambo, right? I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like OCD. I look over everything, make sure like everything's right. And I see this like little dot, like on my my door. So I like, you know, it, it wasn't like a movement or anything like that. I was like, maybe that's just like a speck of dirt, right? So I like, go to touch this thing. And dude, it like busted open and it was a spider. And this thing started like crawling, like getting on me. I like slapped myself in the, in the nuts trying to get this thing off. I go to try to open my, Dude, it sucked. I try to open my door. And of course, you know, I've got this watch on here. And damn, scratches my damn leather on my door. I'm like, oh my God. It's going to be so and this, and I keep my car clean. It's just convertible top, possibly maybe getting in, like all these different things and factors. It sucks, man, for sure, hundred percent. But you know, 
it's the other thing after that what you can do is you can't spray off but there is non-toxic chemicals you can put in your car here and even on your tires mm. to prevent them to even come by your car on the outside you don't want to mm. use any carcinogenics or, or like these some of these pest repellents because these have cancer causing chemicals in them now so at that point we know this and you don't really want to be breathing this in so you know things that are cleared you can definitely put on definitely clean the car uh, make sure that's all good. The other thing, Drew, was steam cleaning. That heat and that steam will pretty much kill everything. So you can literally like go like in between cracks, crevices, and then vacuum it beforehand, and it'll suck it all out. So you want to you know have that detail brushes and kind of go through there. You know, even if you don't clean cars, I mean, you know, get a detail guy to come out. Maybe do it maybe once a month for your car, where he's like really cleaning the car, so taking care of it for you guys. I mean, because. Nobody wants bugs or insects on them driving for sure. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. Bugs are annoying, especially on parking underneath the car. Yeah. Trees and the car is dirty. Especially if you have a black car here in Florida, the car only stays clean for 45 minutes. Yeah, it's true. No matter what you do. Um, You know, Hulk Squad said if you use scents in your car, bugs are attracted to smells, especially like flowers. So, yeah, that's that's probably a good point. I never even thought about that, definitely for sure. Hold said he wants yeah, to know. It makes sense because you know bugs are always not around leaves. That makes a good sense, real good sense. So yeah, I wonder if even flower scented incense or air fresheners will give the bugs the same effect. Or does it have to be physical plants or flowers? I don't know. Any, probably any scent. Yeah, sure. no, it's it's probably any scent that would probably draw them to it. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know. I mean, if it smells sweet, it probably you know it's going to attract them. So that's definitely a good point up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after that, you want to make sure. Uh, what else did they say in there? I think that was pretty much about it. Vacuuming, cleaning, steaming, making sure there's no like openings or closing whatever gaps you have if it's possible. Um, not parking by, you know, landscape, uh, obviously. Uh, I think that was really about it. I think that was, you know, the, the big thing about it. You know, make sure you're just cleaning everything properly. And and that's pretty like simple and it should be common sense. Like you don't even you don't eat and leave crackers and crumbs in your bed because you're gonna get bugs in your bed, right? I mean, there is attracted to that. That's why you tell your son or your kids, you know, don't eat your room. Don't don't leave food in your room because it will attract yeah. insects, especially ants. Ants are really bad. Ants are really really bad. Yeah, college, college dorms. College dorms are the worst. Like, oh, because <laughs> everyone keeps their food in the room, and it's just like leftover pizza boxes with crust yeah. and stuff. It's like those are the worst. Like I mean, it is yeah, the worst. And you you always wonder like how the hell do all these ants get in here? Like, you know, like, a, a yeah, it makes later, sense too with the, the smells thing because I, yeah, it makes sense with the smells thing too. Because every time I walk by an outside, you know, trash can or dumpster that smells really, really bad, there's usually a bunch of flies flying around. So yes. Regardless of the smell, if it's a strong odor, usually they just they linger. Yes, it's true. They do. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. All them critters turning up. Somebody, somebody on my live. Tammy Cash on my live says she's planting seeds on her farm to increase the production of honeybees. Now we're doing okay. all this talking about bugs. What type of advice do you have being someone that uh, deals with bees and honey? Do you know any, any tricks for bugs? Let us know. Yeah. I'd imagine like the, just like citrus oil for some things. Like ants, yeah. they say citrus oil, scented, uh, usually prevents them or gets them away. They just don't like it at all. Um, different when, I younger, are a lot different. Get, when I was younger, I used to get tore up by bugs being outside. I don't yeah. know what it is. Since I'm older, in Florida, I don't really experience getting eaten alive like I used to when I was younger. I'm surprised, man. These mosquitoes are bad down here, bro. They're bad. 
it's weird. I don't know what it is. I'll be outside with a group of people, and everyone be getting heat up. It's getting sad. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. It's, I don't know what it is. But I haven't really. When I was younger, I used to hate it. Though. I used to be smacking myself. Yeah. Itching, you know, mosquito bites and bee bites all over yeah. me. Now it's just. I don't know if my skin is just too tough, elephant or what. They don't. <laughs> they don't come at me like they used to. Dude, it was. Uh, it Maybe was I'm crazy. just not stank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it must be or, or sweet blooded. That's what they say, right? They say sweet blooded attracts, but who knows? I mean, even like they say, if you spray cologne on, or even girls with perfume, that can attract bugs and stuff like that too, as well. Yeah, but, strong, you strong. know, definitely different research out there and stuff like that. You know, yeah. even out here where I live, I mean, there's there's definitely mosquitoes for sure, um, and there's different ways to get rid of them too. If you're just worried about mosquitoes, so I mean, that's one thing. Different insects, insects, toy, other other balls, man, like spiders and all that. Man, I don't like spiders. I know they help as far as getting rid of mosquitoes and other insects around, yeah. but man, I just don't like them either. Either way, I wish I didn't have to have yeah. any insects out there whatsoever. Especially when they could transform into something, not know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got someone on here right now, Tanny Cash 73, the lady that said uh, she has, has a honey uh, bees for honey. She said yeah. acid chalk will keep the bugs away, hard to find, and it has no smell. So acid chalk keeps the bugs acid away. Chalk. It's hard to find. It has Acid chunk it has no smell. Okay. So thanks, right. for, thanks for that tip, Tammy. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hope Squad said, don't bring nasty girls in your car. They'll get crabs on your seats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and crabs smell. can get Strong on a seat smells. and jump onto you. That is true statement. So wow. if anybody's yeah. messing around, don't be getting burned or hurt out there and be taking it back to your significant other. Uh, mm. All right. So let's get to the next one. Next one is um, – if you want to get in shape, hang out with people that are in shape. That's pretty simple and easy yes. to do, I think. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Birds of a feather flock together. Um, I know Chris Rock said it in a comedy show one time. If you don't want to be broke, don't hang out with 10 broke people. Same yeah. goes in terms of keeping your body in check, being healthy, um, being at a healthy weight, depending on if you want to be big or small. You know, just a healthy weight, low body fat, good blood yeah. pressure, all that stuff. Uh, good eating habits. Uh, if you're hanging out with... If you're, say, 40 pounds overweight, everybody you hang out with is a minimum of 40 pounds overweight, you're really not going to have any motivation. You're not going to have a support team. You're, really not, you're, gonna be, uh, you're gonna be eating bad foods. You're gonna be making bad decisions. Uh, you're not gonna be going to the gym. If you wanna get in shape, the same reason why if you wanna make money, hang out with the people with the money. Hang out with the people that are in shape. It's only right. a matter of time before, you know, if you're the only person that's in your group of friends or, you know, people you hang out with that's in shape, that eats healthy, that goes to the gym, they're going to be steering you away from that. You're either going to have people saying, oh, why do you need to eat? Why are you bringing your Tupperware? You're going to have to hear that. Or you're going to, they're, going to, they're going to say, oh, just one slice of pizza is not that bad. Look at you. You're ripped up. Yeah, but if you keep doing that over time and time and time, I made a decision a while ago. I'm not, you know. I meet someone who's nice, I'm not going to, you know, just be rude to them. But at the same time, I'm not going to hang out with, you know, 10 guys who are 50 pounds overweight, who have never worked out, who don't care what they look right. like, who eat like shit. Like, I'm not, I'm just not right. going to do it. So I'd right. rather hang out by right. myself or hang out with like-minded individuals who understand it's yeah. time to eat. I can't eat this. I don't want to go out. I don't want to drink. So uh, it's pretty simple. I mean, birds of a feather flock together, but I always see it all the time, you know. It, you don't have to be mean to people to stop hanging out with them. You know, you don't have right. to. You don't have to be like if it's a friend from high school. Oh my God, it's my friend from high school. I hear that all the time. We've been friends for twenty years. Who cares? That doesn't mean you need to go out with her to the to the food festival and eat cheesecake all day long, and then go eat Doritos True. and watch you know all night just because it's been your True. friend. 
You know, True. why not keep that friendship and, you know, have some other friends that you could talk to about, you know. You don't want to have people steer you away from your goals. So if your goal is to get in shape, hang out with in-shape people. Right. Your goal is to get money, hang out with people that have money, are going to get money, people that have stuff going for themselves. And you can't just, a lot of people um, hang on to relationships just because they've known someone for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. I don't really believe in that. I don't care if I've known you for 30 years or 30 days. Right. If you're going to bring me down, you're going to have it so it's delaying me on achieving my goals, then I don't have to be rude to you. I just have to simply, you know, just choose not to hang out with you and choose to hang out with someone who's going to help me to get my goals. Mm-hmm. It's true. 100%, man. It's a good point, man. All Tammy Cash says right here. Tammy Cash has been on it today. She has another one. She said, so true. My overweight friends only like to eat, lay in bed, no exercise. And we have someone else on here. Lady Hawk 136 says, oh, that is so true. But I was motivated to lose weight because my partner at the time was over 500 pounds. Mm -hmm. So that's great. You have, you have a partner who's over 500 pounds. They're motivating you. You can motivate each other. Now, if that 500-pound person hangs out with all 500-pound people and you, then it's a problem. But again, that's great. I mean, it's good that people are responding to this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Simple it's a big formula. thing. It's a big thing. It is super formula for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the last topic. Last topic is healthcare workers showing up drunk and high. So this was this is kinda uh disheartening when I read this. I knew obviously I mean I know that some people and it doesn't just necessarily mean this industry, but some people in every industry right now are not doing what they should be doing or doing things they should not be doing. And at that point, you know, having, especially physicians, um, having a physician show up drunk or high in treating patients uh, obviously goes against everything they should be or they vowed to do. And that was, you know, doing the best for the patient. Showing up drunk or high to a surgery, a consult, um, any sort of function involving patients and care um, is totally off. Like, you know, people need to really recognize that this is a serious issue. And when I read the stats, Drew, it was crazy. One in seven physicians have admitted to showing up to their job and functioning as a physician drunk or on controlled substances that made them high. Um, now, yeah, it may kind of, go ahead. No, no. I mean, so, you know, at that point, like, COVID-19 has definitely been a, a very stressful time for anybody in the medical field that was dealing with this, you know, they're at the breaking point, understandable. They're going through mental health issues too, as well. mental breakdown, depression is all time high with uh, medical providers and medical staff in general. So, you know, with this, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's messed up that people are turning this and then going in and then treating people. So that's what I'm going to say about it. As far as that goes, Drew, what did you have to say? Um, I think they should be, think about it. If some, We've, we've had shows in the past, and we've done over, what, 150 shows now. Yeah. Um, we've, I've talked about in the past some of my topics, or even some of your topics, where someone gets a surgery, and they're supposed to amputate the left leg, but they amputate the right. They're supposed right. to take out the right, or they take out the left. Right. That could easily be avoided if these people are, aren't going to, aren't these medical providers and doctors aren't going to work, quote-unquote, drunk or under a controlled substance. Right. Like, they're going to make people who's an alcoholic have a breathalyzer they have to blow before they can drive a vehicle, yeah. why don't they apply those same things to the medical field? Where if someone appears to be under the influence, there should be someone there at the hospital or doctor's office. There should be someone there that has the ability to screen them if need be. Right. So in other words, if I'm about to go drive and you're my friend, you see me drunk, oh, don't get in the car, you're, you're, you're guiding me. 
if they're at the hospital and they see a doctor come in about to perform a surgery, if they smell liquor on his breath, everyone just kind of, oh, well, he's a doctor. I feel right. like there should be someone to step in. They'd be like, wait a minute, breathe into this thing or pee into this cup. Let's make sure you're good. And then I think that's the only way it's going to be. Um, the only way it's going to it's going to change because yeah. doctors have access to other doctors who have access to it's any true. medication they want. It's true. So if they're tired, they can take a pill. If they need to be happy, they can take a pill. If they need to think better, they can take a pill. True. So that, it's almost like a drug addict who has access to millions of drugs true. who's also performing surgeries on people. So I feel like it has to be screened. It has to be checked. Otherwise, we're going to hear more stories of surgeries going wrong. Or, I mean, there was a girl, a chiropractor, a college athlete a few weeks back. She went to a routine chiropractor. And now she's paralyzed. Yeah, that's messed now, up. Now, was that chiropractor drunk or under the influence? I don't know. But right. if they were, systems like this could easily fix them. And, and that's one thing. Like, if something happens, like when that happened, that chick, that guy didn't get drug tested. So, at that point, like, usually, like, yeah. if you work any other job, right? Let's say you're a, you're a truck driver. And you go get in an accident. They usually send you in right away for a drug test immediately. Yeah. You get hurt on the job, you get usually sent in for a drug test immediately. Um, so that's something that should definitely be applied to the medical field. I mean, I've got my own story where I had a physician come in years ago. This is like eight years ago. Wanted to be a, a tight medical center doctor. Um, you know, was giving him like a, an in-person interview and stuff like that. The guy just seemed off. Like, you know, you got to take your drug test and stuff like that. So. Um, the dude didn't want to do it. I'm like, well, I'm like, you got to take it or not. Dude did it, okay? He did the drug test, and it came up hot for cocaine. I was like, man, you're lucky I don't report this to the board. Like, seriously, like, you know, like, get get the hell out of here, basically. Yeah. Like, I got no, I have yeah. no, zero tolerance for a medical provider um, coming drunk or high, um, especially to see patients. Like I said, it's one thing if they want to go out in their personal time and they want to have fun or they're doing stuff behind closed doors that's not affecting other people's lives. But once you start involving other people's health or, you know, possible, you know, liability of that health, that's when, you know, these guys need to be taken. And a lot of them went to, you know, they went to rehab, um, you know, so at that point, that's good. But if you look at the number now, not just people that are drunk or high in the medical field, but they said like almost 39% of people that are in the medical field want to change careers because of the last couple of years and the stress and the mental um problems that they're going through right now because of what's happened these last couple of years and all the stress they've been under. So it's really crazy. Now I'm really, I'm, you said 38, 39%. Yep. So I'm, I'm wondering if that number, how much of that number is affected by hospitals? Like are those people that, are, cause I'm assuming that a lot of that 39% is coming from people that are actually in the hospitals dealing with that as opposed to medical centers or doctor's offices. I'm Honestly, just curious. It's, it's, it's all over, Drew. They did a false. wide spectrum. Yeah. yeah, from private practices yeah. to hospitals. And hospitals, yeah, yeah. for sure. They, they do, they're probably, they probably got the bump of it. But these regular places, I mean, Titan was one thing. It's an anomaly, like, as far as that goes and how things were there. But, you know, mm -hmm. and I've seen some of these other places. Like, patients, just like, just, it's a different feel. It's a different world, I guess. And um, I don't know, just just it just messed up all the way together. Um, Lady Hawk said, I think "A lot of people are losing." Go ahead. No, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I think you were talking about Lady Hawk. I, I noticed one of her, her comments, but I, I got disconnected and I'm back on, so I can't yeah. see it right now. I'm not sure if that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Where she says she went, Lady Hawk went from 228 pounds to 128 pounds. No. So shout out to Lady Hawk for that. 
Wow. I didn't realize that she lost that much weight. She was the lady that mentioned that she was with a guy that was 500 pounds and it was hard for them to nice. lose weight. She said, she said he's still 500 pounds, yeah. but she's gone from 220 to about 120. So she's lost 100 pounds. 220 to shout 120. Out to Lady Big Hawk. shout out to Lady Hawk. That's yeah, awesome. Shout out to Lady Hawk. I'm going to have to send you a t-shirt or something because yeah. that's big news. That's and she did that. And she did that. Um, knowing someone or friends or have a boyfriend that was 500. So most people can't make that commitment if their partner isn't. But the simple fact yeah. that she lost 100, yeah. big, big deal. Big deal. That's huge. I mean, and on that too, you know, I mean, since we're talking about, you know, being around people that are like-minded, you know, in fitness or health or whatever it may be, it's hard, Drew. It's hard because that's yeah. what, 20% of the population, 10% of the population? 30 at tops. I mean, I'm being really, really, you know, I'm, I'm being generous with that number. It's like, man, like most people, seven out of 10 are going to be obese or overweight. So it's kind of hard to like, man, you really got to find some, you got to go to the gym. You got to find some good ones. And, yeah. and anything, there's good and bad too. Even if there's fit people, overweight people, whatever it is, they still got to be good people. So that trims it down just even more. So it's, it's hard. It's hard out there for and sure. And if you guys are getting intimidated, trying to lose weight, you're hearing, hearing us say, hang out with people that are in shape. One of the biggest problems I see people overweight going to the gym is they're intimidated. They're intimidated by everyone having a six pack or yeah. looking a certain way. And then if their body isn't there yet, they don't want to be seen. I'm telling you this. I've been in the gym every day for 15 years. Yeah. We don't give a damn how big you are or what you look like. We're not True. even looking at that. So you may be self-conscious thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'm 100 pounds overweight. I'm, I'm embarrassed to go to the gym. People yeah. in the gym, real hardcore gym heads like myself, they've been doing this for a living for yeah. over a decade. We don't care. I like I like seeing someone who's 100 pounds overweight who's never been to the gym way more than seeing someone like myself. Because yeah. if I see someone who's just getting into it, I immediately gravitate towards them where I'm excited for them because they're starting the process. Yeah. Where I'll give them free tips, free advice, free nutritional stuff just to give them a sense of like, okay, it's okay that you don't look like me or everybody else that's here. So if you're trying to get in shape, find four or five people that are out of shape like you or if that's your click, mm -hmm. all go together or all start a class or all do it together. But people that are intimidated to go by the go to the gym, we don't care what you look like. We're happy that you're there. Like right. we're we're just happy you're there. Right. I love seeing someone in the gym that's like a hundred pounds overweight. I don't know what it is because I'm like hell yeah, they did it. They're in here. They're about to kill this shit. Hell I love yeah. it. So, so it's all we about. don't care what you guys look like. Just get it done. Absolutely, get it done for sure. Um, Krill said that's what I do. Truck driving definitely careful on my job. Lady Hawk said, yeah, I get drug tested before you get any care in my field, which is – she's an ambulance. Hawk Squad said, that's how my job is. Any action, automatic drug test, and they check for alcohol, opiates, marijuana. Yeah, like, like if you if you do, why, right? Why not do it in the health field? So you it's do – It's crazy do, because like all this stuff – No, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying like, you know, I mean, they I know they do it before you get hired, right? You, you know, you take a drug test before you get hired. Yeah. And then, like, if something happens, like, on your shift, if something does happen, usually they do drug tests. But, you know, I've seen some of these, these providers and stuff like that get out of it, like, not even get a drug test because they didn't think they were under the influence. Just something went wrong. That's all it was. So, yeah. you know, they should – it should be mandatory. Yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. I used to hear that when I was younger. Like, yeah, you know, especially if it was, like, someone smoking marijuana or whatever. Yeah, yeah I can't smoke for a couple of weeks because I have to pass this drug test. Yeah. And then as soon as they get the job, they the next day they go right yeah. back and do whatever drugs. So it's like yeah. it has to be – you have to have like, you know, uh, random tests like they do in the NFL. You know, yep. in the NFL, you, you can't take steroids. Right. If they suspect something, they could literally at the drop of a dime, you have to leave practice and go pee right now. Yep. Why not apply that to medical field too? Because they have, if people make good money, they have a lot to lose. 
if you're risking losing your license and using a medical license or other things, you have a lot to lose. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. You know, if you have a medical Tammy license. Tammy Cash on here again said she, Tammy Cash said she went from a 18 to a six. Wow. She said, I went, <laughs> she said, partner at, partner at work and through diet alone went from size 18 now to a six. That's awesome. Then she put, this old lady is loving life. <laughs> this old lady is killing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. 12 dress sizes. Wow. Big deal. That Big is. Deal. That's a huge deal. Congratulations on that because, man, yeah. that was definitely an accomplishment for sure. ABM Bull, what's going on, man? So, um, yeah, I mean, that's it's a big one. You know, So if you think your provider or anything is under the influence or anything like that, you know, don't see them or don't go through with it. Um, and definitely, you know, if you think it's it's that serious, you can definitely say something. I never, never say – I never tell anybody to report anybody. It's just – it's messed up. Um, but if it's something serious and it's definitely concerning, then, you know, at that point, let somebody know too, as well. Um, that's probably the most important thing I've heard you say so far about that. Like if you don't, if you're not comfortable with it, you don't have to go through with it. Like if I'm about to get a surgery and I smell liquor on my doctor, the surgeon's breath, and they're kind of like red faced and kind of, I'm going to be like, look, I'm not doing it today. And so that's a very good point. People automatically think that doctors are. Like they, they can't say no to a doctor because right. they're a doctor. Right. Like you can deny it, you could say no, you can you can request another doctor or another surgeon. Just be safe. Right. It's the biggest thing, man. If you don't feel comfortable, even if they're drunk, you just don't feel comfortable with who they are or what it is. It gives you a bad feeling. Don't go through with it. Find somebody else. You can definitely do it. It's your choice. You're not gonna have that problem with Titan. I know that. No, 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 definitely not. For sure, hundred percent. Not have that problem with Titan because John Sharif don't play that. He could, you, you can be a little sleepy. They're like, no. That's right. <laughs> You know how it goes, dude. I'm gonna play that. <laughs> tight ship here, tight, dude. There's no way, no way. Very tight, very tight. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's. I think that's the show. I think it was a pretty good show. Even though we had all these issues and problems, Drew. I know we had to adapt it at the last second, but yeah. it comes through. You had a couple. I I kept going in and out. I'm on the. Uh, I got it on the Skype, but I also have my phone up on the Instagram live. I got disconnected a couple times, warmed right, right back on, but a lot of interaction. Yeah. So it's very good. As soon as I clicked back on, everyone came right back on and waved again. So yeah. that's very good. So it was a good show today. Yes, sir. We got some events coming up too as well, right? Yep, yep. So we got uh, St. Pete Art and Fashion Week from eight September 8th to the 10th. Jason Skelton Art and Fashion Show with Titan Medical Center is the main presenter too as well. Um, that's 9-17, so September 17th in Tampa, Florida. After that, we've got uh, Hurricane Pro in St. Petersburg. Uh, big shout out to Tim Gardner. I talked to him last week about Olympia because Olympia is the next event after that. Um, you know, talk about all the crazy good things that are going to be happening this year, which I did share with Drew about basketball and flag football and some of the other different things that have never been there before, which I think are going to be a game changer. Is what I told him and Jake. Uh, they, you know, they asked me what I thought about it. And I thought I said this is a great idea. You're gonna you're you're gonna attract different people that have never cared or wanted to go to a bodybuilding contest, show, or Olympia, and it's because you're incorporating some different sports in there that usually don't get incorporated into fitness and expos like this. So it's, I think it's going to be a game changer. I, I, I think it's going to be great seeing like some of these bodybuilders or some of these, you know, people competing or not competing that day, but do compete to see what they could do outside of bodybuilding. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of athletes in bodybuilding that were great athletes that just, you know, fell in love with the gym. Yep. 
um, or vice versa. There's going to be people coming out there to be like, yeah, I don't care if you're all ripped up and you're looking like this. I look like a dad and I can still run faster than you. Right. So I think it's going to be a good mix of both people coming in. So That's going to be good. It's going to be good. I know I'm getting a little bit old to do all that running and jumping, but... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, It'll be fun. I got this new court in my house, guys, and like just got built. I've been playing ball like the last four days. So it's, it's been good, man. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, everything's coming back to normal. Jump shots it's on. It's addicting. It, yeah. it is. It is. It really yeah. is. Uh, it's it's fun, especially you know outside. You get the you know you get this you get a nice suntan. You're out there, you know kids out there with me having fun. So that's what it's all about. So being active, man, you can stay you can stay active all your life if you really want to. It's just you got to put in the work. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Don't wait till you're seven to live the life you want to live. Live it now. True, it's true, one hundred percent. Live it now. So I think that's it, guys. Another beautiful show with Titan Lifestyle with Big Drew. You got anything else, Drew? That's pretty much it. Uh, make sure you guys tune in every week at 2 p.m. Titan Lifestyle, me and John. If you guys aren't subscribed to our YouTube channel, do that. Yep. Hit the bell so you're notified of videos like this. You could also check us out on Facebook and also check us out on the new exclusive page on IG Titan Medical 2.0. So if you guys aren't following Titan Medical 2.0, do that right now. That's yep. going to be the new exclusive page. A lot of big content will be on there. A lot of events, a lot of yeah. stuff going on on that page. So yeah. even if you're following the old channel, make sure you follow the new one too. Oh, yeah. Titan Medical 2.0. And we'll see you next week. And have a great week. We'll see you guys next week. Titan Lifestyle with Big Drew. Have a good weekend, guys. See ya.